Welcome to Sips with Scrubs, a nurse podcast where we talk about the good, bad, and ugly of being a nurse. I'm your host, Nurse Lanny. For those who are new listening, hi. And then for those who are returning, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be getting into social media. But before we get into that, did you know that some medications require filters? And by this, I mean the extra attachment that you put on tubing to filter out different things. So some example of this will be TPN. It requires a 1.2 micron filter and that's to remove fungi and other particulate contamination. And amiodarone is another medication that requires a filter. It's the 0.2 micron filter. And that's designed for sterilization and bacteria retention. So nowadays I've lately been seeing on the um, medication list, whenever you have to administer the medication, it actually tells you that this medication requires a filter. So that's pretty handy because I know beforehand when I first started nursing, that was not on there. You just needed to know like this one is one of the ones that needs a filter. So that's definitely handy. So if you guys end up ever administering that sort of medication, definitely make sure you put the appropriate filter on it. And if you turn to the back of the packaging, it'll tell you like 1.2 or 0.2. Some hospitals even have it when they deliver the um, TPN that it comes with the filter. Like they bring you the filter with it. So that ensures that you're administering it properly. So from my knowledge, and I'm pretty sure this is accurate, you still prime your tubing as you usually would. And at the very end of that primary tubing is where you attach the filter before it gets to the patient. So if anybody has any additional information that they'd like to add in regards to medication that require filters, such as examples of other medications that um, um, require filters, definitely those down below in the comments, as well as any other little tidbits to help educate us because not everybody gets to see these things every day. People work in different, you know, specialties, different clinical settings. So sometimes people don't know what everybody thinks that everybody knows. So that's today. Did you know? Oh, and then before we even get into conversation card, I forgot to tell you guys that I'm drinking water throughout today's episode. So definitely pour up a glass of a drink of your choice to drink throughout today's episode. So, I've done, um, I think this, this is 24 ounces in this bottle. And my goal is to do a gallon, I guess, because I'm already almost there. So this is my fourth bottle of this. So I think it said 128 ounces is uh, a gallon. And so once I complete this, it'll be 72. And then I just need one more bottle. So that's my goal. I'm going to drink on this. And now we'll continue into today's conversation card. So the card says, what encouraging words would you tell a nursing student who feels like they want to give up on pursuing a nursing career? So I do feel like nursing is not for everybody. So I'm not going to pretend that like, we're not going to acknowledge that. So I feel like the first thing that you need to do is reflect on where you're at to see if this is feasible. Is this something that really resonates with you? Or are you just doing it for surface level reasons? Not because you actually have a passion for it, because I feel like if you don't have some level of passion for nursing, then you probably should just pursue something else because um, nursing really just takes a lot out of you. So you do need something to motivate you to push forward. 
um, on those days where it's just like, why did I choose this career? Because even people who love nursing have days like that. And I mean, I guess that could be true for any career, but I just feel like nursing in general is way more taxing than a lot of other careers. So I would first reflect to see, like, is this something that you really want to do before you, you know, continue to pursue it? Because I feel like if you, you know, stop while you're ahead sort of mentality, because sometimes I think people keep trying and trying to do something and I feel like sometimes stuff is just not working out for a reason and it just means that you need to be doing something else so I'll start there now if you feel like this is what you meant to do this is like this is it this is my purpose in life this is what I'm created to do um I want to tell you to persevere everybody has bad days Everybody has days where they don't feel like they're competent. They don't feel like they're enough. They don't feel like they're worthy. There's days where you want to give up. But in spite of that, you get up and you keep moving forward because that's what you have to do. So that's what my encouraging words would be. I would also say don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't do. That's like one of my pet peeves in life. You know what you're capable of. That's why I said you need to self-reflect inside of you to see if this is something you want to do. And if this is something you can do. So if you know that you can, don't let anybody tell you that anything different. There will be professors out there if you're a nursing student who will be like, oh, you felt this class. You're not meant to be a nurse. If you know in your heart that, that this is your calling, then you just keep going. I feel like sometimes people get really discouraged if they fail a class, if they fell out of school. And the more that I'm a nurse, the more that I know that it's not enough to be book smart. Um, you passing them classes is great because that's what you have to do to get to the end goal. But there's a lot of nurses who pass all their classes and pass the NCLEX on the first time and they're not good nurses. So I wouldn't even measure myself up to that. You do need to obtain as much knowledge that knowledge as you can because you need a strong foundation so that kind of goes together but some people just aren't good test takers so if that's you then just know that that's you and that you're not defined by a number essentially do what you have to do to get through your classes to pass the classes so that you could get on the floor because a lot of the best nurses I feel like are the ones who didn't do particularly well in school they have the people skills they're able to critically think it's just like a different way of um thinking now that's not to say that some people who are book smart aren't good nurses I'm just saying that there's a lot of good nurses out there that failed the NCLEX multiple times or failed classes and things of that nature or who had failed out of nursing school and had to go to another nursing school so if that's you and you know that this is what you're supposed to do by any means you know there's other routes there's several routes to become a nurse the path might not be how you thought it was going to be but sometimes that's part of the journey it's you need some character development. Like it's some things that you have to pick up along the way. And I feel like that's why sometimes people paths go the way that they go. It's like, it's some things that you need to learn in the interim before you get to that destination. So hopefully that speaks to somebody out there. Um, a lot of those situations definitely applied to me when I was a nursing student. I didn't, um, uh, fell out of school, but I did fill a class, but I just was like, okay, I filled a class. Like I'm not going to fill it again, but I kind of had that type of mentality in regards to things. So hopefully that helps somebody out there. If you guys have any encouraging words for anybody out there, nursing student or a nurse or anybody who needs encouragement to push through to the next day, definitely leave it down below. Um, 
I definitely want this to be an uplifting community. We're not here to tear people down. We're here to educate. We're here to share stories. We're here to relate to others and things of that sort. So let's do that. And now we're going to get into today's topic, which is social media. As you guys know, I'm on social media as a nurse and there's been lots of um, different I don't want to say events, but different like videos, reels, TikToks that have gotten nurses in trouble. And I want to do a deeper dive into that on my channel. And also my opinion on how social media is and how to be utilizing things of that sort. So I'm sure most of y'all know if y'all are like active on social media in the nurse community, that there was a deleted TikTok video um where several i think it's pronounced osher i don't know how to pronounce it o c h s n e r health employees they were seen performing a dance routine to an nle choppa's 2022 hit slept me out so like the video they're wearing their badges i mean technically you don't know if they're working but you're assuming this is during working hours and then like the content of the video the dancing was like included several references to sexual acts so and then at times they were incorporating hospital equipment to do that honestly just looking at it at face value I did think it was funny but given the fact that we're nursing nurses and we're held to a higher standard than others and the implication that if we're not actually taking care of patients we're not doing our job like nobody literally works all 12 hours of the shift every day especially on a night shift. Sometimes you have downtime, but that's just the implication people get as nurses because they always feel like we should be doing something. And then also you got your badge on, you're doing stuff you're not supposed to do during work hours and you're representing the company and things of that sort. So it's just like a lot to get into. And then also another video that I know was floating around some months ago was the ick video. And then for those who aren't familiar with that, that was a video that had um, different labor and delivery nurses on there that were saying things that made them ick towards patients, basically like things they didn't like regarding patients or like things they got on their nerves. And we're human. Nurses are human. So some of this stuff, I'm kind of like, I understand both sides because I'm like, I understand like... I feel like people don't want to hear our opinion when it comes to stuff. I feel like people think like, I don't know if they relate, like we're also people too. So even though it seems callous on our end to be complaining about people who are sick and hurt, it's the way that people operate in those times is more so what we're um, complaining about. But I do understand that if you're not a nurse or in healthcare, your sensitivity towards different things is different like it's well known in the healthcare community that we kind of do like dark humor and stuff like that and honestly it's kind of like a laugh to keep from crying type of thing and then also when you see so many horrible things after a while you do get desensitized to it as seen as like with social media in general nowadays how you can see people getting killed on social media shootings and all this sorts of stuff now somebody gets killed and you see it on social media you just be like oh somebody else died I don't watch content like that because I don't want to become desensitized to things of that um, 
of that nature. And I want like we need to have respect for human life. And I think that's part of what other people are getting at. But I think that it's easier to look at somebody else and to say that. But uh, honestly, people do it every day when they look at all these other videos about shooting, killings, fightings and stuff like that. It's in the same vein. But since we're supposed to be I don't want to say pillars of the community, but like a trusted profession and people are coming to us sick and we're supposed to be compassionate because that's tied to like being a nurse is like providing compassionate care and things of that nature. And we just get a bad rep for having some of the mentality about some of the things that we do have, even though we people just like everybody else and just like everybody else go to work and have stuff that get on their nerves. We do too. So with that being said, I do want to get into some social media do's and don'ts for nurses. And I also was interested in reading this because, like I said, I do have an Instagram page and obviously a YouTube channel. And before I did used to post vlogs and things like that. But I kind of stopped doing that because I didn't want it to be an issue. And then also because... um, Honestly, it's a lot of work to edit, to be honest. So then I did start changing how I did it so that it didn't like give the implication that I'm not working, even though when I'm saying come to work with me, I'm showing myself working. But some people still, you know, people take issue with stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I have my phone out recording like 30 second clips that are like put together. And then in between, I'm just talking about patients. And then, um, even with that, it's like I'm not violating HIPAA because I'm not providing patient names. The hospital I work at, my badge is not showing. Um, you know, you can't identify the patient I'm talking about. I'm talking about like it's a male. I don't give ethnicity. I'm just like they presented with this issue. This is what's going on with them. And this is what I had to do for them. So to me, that's okay. But I do understand people looking at it. They may think like you shouldn't be doing stuff like that. So I also was interested in some of the do's and don'ts that this nurse listed on um, nurse.org. It's an article on here. Uh, I wanted to see what she had to say about it. Now, I do follow um, Morgan San Diego. I believe her Instagram channel is. I mean, yeah, that's what it's called, right? Instagram page. And I know one of her major things was like, don't um, first don't record at work, period. And then two, if you do record at work, use a green screen so people don't really know you're recording at work and then three don't wear your badge so that was some of hers um that she had which is understandable about the badge thing because it's kind of like you're representing the company at that point so any views or any statements you have it's a direct reflection on like oh this is the type of employees that you hire sort of thing so I do understand that and then for people who don't understand just think about like um Real Housewives of no Potomac Real Housewives of Potomac last season when Wendy Ostefo was um talking about that she works at uh, John Hopkins or whatever and they had to put out that disclaimer statement that said that her views and statements and stuff are not like represented by the company or whatever because she keeps saying like their name that she works there or whatever it doesn't like her viewpoints don't reflect the views so it does blow back on the company and not on the individual so I understand that aspect of it and now we're gonna dive deeper into what this nurse has to say about some do's and don'ts so let's start with the do's so the do's are Nurses could talk about themselves, the nursing profession, their families, hobbies, and interests. 
Um, nurses should aim to uplift the nursing profession in their post and become keenly aware of employers' social media policies and realize that nothing online is ever really anonymous. So that's the do's. Now to that point, um, of course I agree. I do feel like that whole second one about uplift the nursing profession, I'm just kind of like, I'm speaking my truth and you can't take away my experience from what I have to say. So if I say something negative about the hospital, whether y'all know it or not, these things are happening. And I feel like sometimes some things do need to be said so that it can be improved upon. If everybody is around walking around like everything is hunky dory, nothing will ever get changed because what's to change because everything is fine. So that's part of why this podcast exists is to talk about the good, bad and ugly because we're not going to act like everything is perfect all the time. And it also gives us the opportunity to learn from each other and develop skill sets to better address the issues. So I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, just because of, I think myself as a person, but everything else I would say, okay. (laughs) So as far as social media don'ts for nurses, they list, never talk about patients or identifiable coworkers. Now I do try to refrain from that. And I, um, usually bleep out the names if somebody lists a name, unless somebody has already came on the podcast before and they don't mind their name being said, that's what I usually tend to do in regards to that. Um, other than that, if it's like a unrecognized, like a common name and you already don't know where I work at, I kind of feel like, eh, if you know me, then you would know. But at the same point, since I'm a folk pool nurse now, honestly, I don't remember them people name anyway. But if I was to say someone's name, I'm like, you don't know where I'm at because I go everywhere. So you really don't know who I'm talking about. But I do um, keep in mind about saying people names I more so just talk about situations so I do agree with that okay the next thing they say is to avoid identifying your employer on your social media profile so once again I've definitely keep in touch with that I say like my hospital or the system I work with or the facility I go to um the most thing I would say is like oh this is a community hospital or this is medical center but I don't work in a medical center anymore so that's that don't post anything online that you wouldn't say in front of your boss or human resources. That's fine with me because honestly, I anything I say out here, I would say to my boss or employee or human resources. So, I mean, like, what you want me to do? I sent you that email. You know what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, next, they say don't post online that you are at work as this could put you in your home at risk. I don't I think they meant your job at risk. And so that's what I was talking about that Morgan San Diego said, because it's like perceived that you're not working like you're posting during company hours, so to speak, because I guess technically you're not supposed to be on your phone, even though everybody's on their phone. I really think that people they probably should update that because this is not 1990 this is 2023 like phones are incorporated with everything we use phones in the nursing practice at this point so I really think they may need to alter that I don't know how they would alter it but I mean I know like new nurses they typically leave their phones in the locker or whatever at least that's what I used to do but then like as I became more experienced literally everybody was on their phone now doctors are on their phone Everybody on their phone. So I'm just kind of like, what's the issue? But of course, it ain't never an issue until it's your issue. And then they'd be like, well, according to company policy, you're not supposed to be on your phone. And it's like, 
But Linda, but we ain't talking about Linda. We talking about you. So that's how that go. Um, They say don't use the employer's internet to post on social media sites. Just don't post to social media while at work. Don't identify your employer on your personal profiles. I think that's already was kind of mentioned earlier. Don't do anything you would be embarrassed to say to your mother, your clergy, your boss, or a potential employer. I guess that's just a good rule of thumb because it kind of keeps you in line about like appropriate level stuff. But I'm not really a vulgar person anyway, so that doesn't ever like pertain to me. I feel like don't do anything that could degrade or embarrass your profession. So those are her don'ts. If y'all have any additional do's or don'ts in regards to social media, definitely comment them down below. I think the best rule of thumb is to look, try to find a company policy in regards to social media and to um, things like that. I mean, honestly, at one point, because I was doing the vlogs, I did look at the social, tried to find it, but I couldn't find it. So maybe I should make that more accessible. <laughs> But uh, like I said, I just stopped kind of recording at work to begin with anyway. And then, um, but the reason why I was doing the vlogs to begin with is because I just thought it was like nice. Because when I was a nursing student, I had no clue like what life would be like in the hospital, like at all. I've never like, I had seldomly been inside of a hospital. I went to nursing homes and stuff like that, but I hadn't actually been in a hospital and then, well, I had, like, for a day or something. And then it wasn't even, like, I was, like, picking up my granny to leave. Or I was going to visit my cousin. But, I mean, it was, like, it wasn't really much to it. So, it was just kind of, like, I didn't know what nurses did. I really didn't before I became a nurse. So, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do vlogs. It's more so for people like me. So, that they could get an idea of what it looks like and things like that. And how it kind of goes, how it flows, and what this specialty looks like, or whatever, to actually get like a visual representation of real life instead of that fake stuff that they be talking about. Cause they be, it be, it don't be accurate sometimes how they be portraying it to be. So that was initially why I started doing vlogs and stuff like that. But I did understand how that could work like against you. So, like I said, I just kind of stopped doing it just, you know, to be on the safe side. And so this is part of the reason why I have this platform, too, so we can discuss these things, as I mentioned earlier. But I think the easiest thing to do is if you're not sure, then don't do it, you know? And you can't even trust your close friends because, as y'all could tell from celebrities, you posting your, um, they posting their close friends all the time and somebody leak it. To the blog so it's the same thing all we can do is rent to each other and go to drinks after work and hopefully talk and communicate on here as real life people but other than that i mean hey i guess it's part of what we signed up for too we don't got a real safe outlet because even with um they be trying to have meetings at work and stuff like that I went to that stuff, you know, and I'll like, um, is it called town halls, student council, unit count, unit based council. I would say stuff like about what I'm experiencing. What can we do to do this? What can we do to do that? And honestly, for the first unit that I worked on, it was kind of like, okay, like, oh, we'll, you know, try to do some changes, but like people really don't be trying to say how they feel to be honest. And then you be out there on your own 
when everybody else you didn't talk to up until this point have communicated to you that they felt the same way and they just look at you looking at them not saying nothing so I learned my lesson in regards to that all I do now is I speak for myself if other people have issues they have to address it on their own they're adults so I don't fight those type of battles anymore but that concludes today's episode before we get out of here though of course we're going to scrub and sip So I'm scrubbing nurses. I feel like not being able to be authentically themselves. I feel like we have to, same thing like with teachers. I feel like teachers are kind of grouped into this too. I feel like we have to kind of like put on a front because of what we do and act like it's all fun. And every day is a blessing. I love serving others and I love taking care of my patients. I took care of this nice, sweet old granny the other day. And honestly, more than half the time is not that. More than half the time, it's hard. People are mean. It's challenging and things of that nature. Everybody has an attitude. No one wants to be there. That's more so reality. And then you get that one patient out of your five that makes you last the whole day and got a real nice family. And they're real nice. Like... It ain't all the time, though. So let's just stop that. So I'm scrubbing it because I never, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I, it, it's just not me anyway. And the people that I do have around me, um, the girls, we all resonate with each other in regards to that. Like, we're not going to act like every day good. We not. But we are going to appreciate the good ones when we get them. So I, that's what we're scrubbing. And then we're going to sip to the alternative side we're sipping to the good ones because every day not a good one so when you get a good one you need to appreciate it so hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode if y'all have anything extra to add definitely comment it down below and let's discuss bye